0: or a soldier. I am not Ukrainian nor Russian. I am a citizen of the world. I am Canadian. Recently, there have been events that continue that really bother me. And that is the invasion of Ukraine by Russia. Let me just uh, give you a little bit of a timeline of events and how things started. We know of in November 2021, satellite imagery shows a buildup of troops along the Ukrainian border. And the Kremlin says that they're just participating in training exercises. This raises the eyebrows of the United States of America and other countries who are now threatening, this was in November, economic sanctions against Russia should they invade Ukraine. Mid-December, Putin outlines his demand to NATO that NATO ceases all military activity in Eastern Europe and the Ukraine never be allowed to join NATO and their alliance. January 3rd, despite Russia continuing to build up more troops along the Ukraine border, the U.S. tells President Zelensky that there will be swift action against Russia should they invade. January 10th, U.S. and Russia meet in Geneva, where Russia continues with their security demand That is to have no NATO exercises in Eastern Europe or Ukraine, and that Ukraine should never be allowed to join NATO. These demands are against the rights of the Ukrainian people, the rights of the Eastern Europe European NATO members. And the concern is with the training exercises being conducted by Russia along Ukraine's borders but also in Belarus. January 24th, NATO puts forces on notice and reinforces a military presence in Eastern Europe and the West tell all non-essential staff to get out of Ukraine. America warns of potential invasion by Russia into Ukraine in February and China comes out to support Russia in its concerns over security. January 31st, both Russia and USA have a heated meeting at a special closed session of the UN Security Council. February 1st, Putin denies a planned invasion on Ukraine. February 6th, more troops join the over 100,000 troops surrounding Ukraine participating in so-called training exercises. Talks continue, however, Russia states the West has not committed to its security demands as it relates to NATO. So the Olympics roll around and all the chatter during the Olympics is that Putin will wait. Till after the games are over before he launches his invasion. February twenty-first, Putin makes a bold announcement that he recognizes the two self-proclaimed states, Donbas, and then orders his troops to move into the area. Three days later, Putin and his military launch a full-scale invasion of Ukraine with the help of Belarus. Which lies on Ukraine's northern border. Canada, United States, and the United Kingdom announced financial sanctions and pushed to have Russia's access through SWIFT, the Society of Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunications, blocked. This would stop the transfer of money flowing back and forth between Russia and businesses outside of Russia. Now, in my opinion, this action will have more impact on the people of Russia and not Putin or the Russian oligarch. As hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians flee their homes and try to make their way out of the country, Russia indiscriminately launches attacks on people, their homes, infrastructure, and killing children, women, and men. These are against international law, and are deemed war crimes. It is difficult to see the images coming out of the Ukraine, to hear their stories, to hear their fear, to hear the fear of children. This breaks my heart. Russia is slowly moving in. However, the Ukrainian military and civilians have taken arms are blocking Russia from taking over the capital And the country. We talk about the financial and political sanctions against Russia, but we must also include Belarus as they willingly allowed Russia to send their troops across the border, the Belarus borders, into Ukraine. Now, some people may bury their head in the sand. That they don't want to hear about this. They don't want to watch the news. They'd rather be watching sports or entertainment or something just to keep their mind off of it. But let me tell you this this is happening. This is sickening. Young people might look at this as like a video game. You know, so what? Someone dies, you just reset the game, they're alive again. This is not a game or the way it's being broadcast over social media. It may look like a movie, but it's not a movie. This is real life. This is not propaganda or false flag as uh, to give other countries the right to come in and save Ukraine. This is real. There are civilians dying every day, men, women, and children. Families are being displaced. Families are being split up as women and children leave their home and the country to be safe, where the men stay behind to fight for their country. Countries such as Poland, Moldova, Romania are helping people escape and find safe passage to the rest of Europe. Putin, seeing that his war is not over in two days as he expected, now puts his military nuclear unit on high alert. These are strong words from Putin and one that has the rest of the world concerned even more so. From my perspective, these are strong words. And I believe there's a strong chance that Putin would use this kind of force, not just on Ukraine, but all of the West. I want to make it clear, I do not agree with any country invading another country, not the US, Canada, France, Great Britain, or Russia, or any of the other countries in the world. So is this going to be the end of the world as we know it right now? I hope not. I hope that something can be done to end this war. Or can we even call it war? I think we should call it an invasion. And the other country fighting, is fighting for their survival, fighting for its people, fighting for its democracy, fighting for its mere existence. I watched yesterday as the UN held meetings in the US and the EU held meetings in Europe. And the support of Ukraine is overwhelming. We can only pray for Ukraine. And why doesn't uh, the West jump in? Why doesn't the West send their military? Because if they do, it will be a world war. And that is something we don't want on our doorstep. We don't want it. Not to say that Ukraine wanted it either. Don't get me wrong there. But if we intervene, it will be a World War Three. So we have to find another way to stop this war. Find a way to stop Russia. Find a way to have the military put down their arms and go back home. Ukraine is a fully democratic country. They have the right to be independent they have the right to join the UN if they want to. They have the right to join the EU if they want to. And no leader of any other country should put up and saying unless these conditions are met where they're not allowed to do that, we're going to invade them. This is wrong. And that's it for me today. I just figured I'd come on here. I need to speak about this. So what I could say is if you can help out, support red cross financially or if you can't financially at least pray pray for ukraine pray for the people thank you